the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for joining us. As believers in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, it is vital that we possess the mind of Christ. How do we do that? By consistently studying and applying God's Word daily. We are compelled to let the mind of Christ be in us and assures us that as the children of God, we can have the mind of Christ. The question is, do we exercise this God-given gift daily? No matter what is going on around us, we should not fear, but trust God because He is with us from our beginning to our end. There is no wiggle room here. Either we trust God or we don't. We must know that no matter what we see or hear, we can have the mind of Christ. Have Bible, pen, and paper handy, and listen closely as Pastor Rander teaches us today. Okay. (laughs) So don't, don't lift up emotions above the word of God. You are not to equate your emotions with your spirituality. Beloved, you must not do that. I remember uh, back in, way back in uh, kind of maybe 1992 or so, my wife and I were in a crusade with the late Luis Palau, who was home to be with the Lord, and Dr. Bill Thomas, whom a lot of you know, one of the missionaries of this, of this church was with us. And we, we were just sitting in a bus kind of waiting for the big crusade. My wife and I had done a crusade up we they divide us up in various regions of Jamaica, and our assignment was to minister the word and to the people of Buff Bay that segment. And then at the end of our time in our various areas, then we all converge down in uh, Kingston, Jamaica. Yeah. So while we we're waiting, one of the Louis Palau team uh, said. Uh, with his stately uh, theological self, he was just wonderful to be around. He said, I was getting ready to preach, and as I was preparing to preach, I had opened my text, and right when I just finished reading my text, I started to preach, and then this lady sitting out of the she she opened up. She was going into altar, and he just looked, he stopped reading. He said, now you hush up. Because the spirit of God does not disturb the word of God. The Holy Spirit will not disturb. You can't say you in the spirit because if you in the spirit, why are you disturbing the word? See, so you tell me I'm full of the spirit. My question is, which spirit? (laughs) Hey, which spirit? Beloved, you must not equate emotionalism with spirituality, which has no lasting eternal value. Number nine, believers will not be of the same mind if they do not have the God-given ability to discern truth from error. 
Believers will not be of the same mind if they do not have the God-given ability to discern truth from error. First John 4, 1 says, Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, for many false prophets have gone out into the world. Many, many, a whole lot of them. It is so important for believers to test and examine anyone who teaches the Bible by searching the scriptures for themselves. You need to know the Bible for yourself to determine the things taught and make sure that they are consistent with the word of God. There are many false teachers. There are false doctrines. There are liberal Bible schools, liberal false seminaries, popular Christian radio and television personalities and programs that have many false teachers empowered by doctrines of demons infiltrating the mind of unsuspecting believers and the church today. I know I can cut on some particular major Christian network and I can hear one Christian personality preach a dynamic, spirit-filled, biblical message. And right behind him is one that's a good night. They need to dismiss this person and never let them back on. Right behind the person who taught truth was another one that came on that taught error. How are you going to know the difference? By the word of God. By the word of God, you do yourself a tremendous disservice when you do not know the word of God. Acts, Acts 17, 11 says, now these Jews were more noble than those in Thessalonica. They received the word with all eagerness, examining the scriptures, searching the scriptures daily, not kind of taking a verse here and there. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And that's your verse for today. You have to dig in. You have to look at the passage you are reading. Read the passage before, the passage after, and how it fits in light of the whole context of that book historically, culturally, grammatically, and on and on it goes. Beloved, the scripture is the litmus test to validate, screen, discern, and differentiate between what is truth and error. I will say it again. The scripture is the litmus test to validate, screen, discern, and differentiate between what is truth and error. Number 10, succumbing to deception will keep believers from possessing the mind of Christ. Succumbing to deception will keep believers from possessing the mind of Christ. Genesis chapter 3, verses 4 through 6 and verse 13. It says, then the serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die. For God knows that in the day that you eat of it, your eyes will be open and you will be like God. He's lying to her. Knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw, because you know, he's lying to, he's the father of lies, says John 8, 44, by the way. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes and the tree desirable to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. She got suckered in. She also gave to her husband with her and he ate. They joined together in this sin. And the Lord God said to the woman, what is this you have done? Now, God knew what she had done. He wanted her to confess up. The woman said, the serpent deceived me and I ate. Well, how could she get deceived? God already gave her instruction. She wandered away from the word of God. And when you stray away from the word of God, you are destined for deceit. 
Beloved, deception goes all the way back to the Garden of Eden. It's nothing new about deception. Satan is so cunning, crafty, shrewd, and convincing that if you do not embrace what God has instructed you according to his word, you are destined to be deceived. A deceived mind is of no use to God. A deceived mind is of no use to your spouse. A deceived mind is of no use to your children and grandchildren. A deceived mind is of no use to your relationships in the church. And when you speak, you speak ignorantly and even off time unintentionally, you lead people away from Christ instead of drawing them to the Savior. Satan is a master strategist when it comes to deception. This is why God says in his word so many times, do not be deceived. Say it with me. Do not be. Let's, let's say it again louder. A little bit louder. Deception is from the highest place of government all the way down to the lowest level in life. You can't get away from deception. So your, your eyes got to be open and you have to know the word. Satan is a master strategist in duping you to take comfort in your human achievements. Sadly, so many who exalt Academics over the truth of God's word think they are spiritual, intellectual, mature, knowledgeable because they got a whole lot of knowledge and no Jesus. They're articulate, but no Jesus. And they think knowledge alone can save them. Do you not know you can have biblical knowledge without a relationship with God? Did you get get that? Satan has a whole lot of scripture in him, but he got a lot of head knowledge, but it's, it's not salvific knowledge. It's not, it's not where he has a relationship. He has knowledge without relationship. Knowledge without relationship. You say, I've been through the Bible, but the real question is, how many times has the Bible been through you? Hmm? Be not deceived. Let me give you some scriptures on deception so you won't be deceived because we want to be an informed church. And that's why you keep coming back because you're being fed at the spiritual trough. Galatians 6, 7a says, do not be deceived. God is not mocked mocked for whatever one sows that will he also reap. James 1, 22 says, but be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving yourselves. Luke 21, 8 says, then he said, watch out. That you are not deceived for many will come in my name saying, I am he. They lying. And the time is near. Don't follow them. First Corinthians 15, 33 says, do not be deceived. A bad company corrupts good morals. Revelation 12, 9 also says, look, and the great dragon was thrown down. The ancient serpent who is called the devil and Satan, the look, deceiver of the whole world, he was thrown down to the earth and his angels were thrown down with him. It's not just America being deceived. Satan and his demons are deceiving folk in Africa and New Zealand and Europe and all the islands. He's, a, he's deceiving the whole world. Now, it's something I want you to get out of this passage. Revisit it. 
Look at all these names for the devil so you won't be tricked. And the great dragon, that's Satan, thrown down. Ancient serpent, that's the devil. See, you can't outsmart the devil. He was around here at the dawn of humanity. Who is called the devil, that's another name for Satan. Satan is another name. The deceiver of the whole world, another description for Satan. And all those who follow him rebel against God, all those angels that, re- that rebel against uh, God in heaven, they fell and became demons. Beloved, the surest way to keep from being deceived in an enticing world is to remain near the Savior and allow his word to lead and guide you in every aspect of your life. Then finally, but not the least, a lack of rest has a negative effect on your mind. A lack of rest has a negative effect on your mind. Many today have mental health issues because of a lack of physical rest, little exercise and no relaxation, and continuously living in the go mode, which is unhealthy for your mental state. You go, 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 go. Your family, go, 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 go. You coming, you going. Every day is booked to capacity. You don't know what it means to just stay home, settle down, and just rest and enjoy your family. The agenda is wired so tight, you act like you're omnipresent, and that's why you're killing yourself, because you're not. You can't be everywhere. You can't be all things to all people. You need to go somewhere, sit yourself down, and get you some rest. And don't let anybody make you feel guilty. They say, well, well, don't, 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 don't lie and say, well, I'm just taking care of some business. No, just, I'm in bed. Some of y'all need to go to bed. Oh, I never will forget just a few years ago, pre-pandemic of, of this virus, my wife and I decided we wanted to go to South Dakota. We like going to some places we've never gone before. And so we got the tickets to go to South Dakota. Uh, we got leased a car to South Dakota. I don't know what, I don't, I don't even think we leased a car. I think we just, the, the hotel had a ride. So we just going, we bypassed all that. But anyway, we got there in South Dakota. It was like the last day of May. It was Memorial Day weekend, the very end, just before June. And so we we're going we to go to uh, Mount Rushmore and see the presidential heads and all the things and move around and do the sites and just have fun all over the place. And all of a sudden, time we got there and got settled down, a late, late, rare winter storm settled in on South Dakota. There goes our plane ticket. There goes our track. Everything in town closed up. We couldn't do a thing but sleep, eat, read. Just to go get us some bottle of water or go across the street to a hotel, it was so cold. You know, we, we Texans, I'm not used to that kind of cold. Now, some of y'all from the north, I'm not from the north. I know there's some Canadians in here. It's, it's people from all over. I'm, I'm a Texan. I've been here all my life. It was so much snow everywhere. It was bone chilling cold. And I tried to figure out what, we were trying to figure what was going on. The people were so sweet, they were so nice, and they were apologizing to We are so sorry for y'all. That's what they were saying. They were apologizing to It wasn't their fault. They, had no, they couldn't do nothing about the weather. But then we came to the conclusion that the Lord sent us all the way up there 
And he didn't make us lie down in green pastures. <laughs> so you already got it. <laughs> he made us lie down in white pastures. And you know what? We were all right. We weren't worried about the money, lost the flight. We just concluded that God took us all the way to South Dakota to rest. See, if you don't have enough sense to rest, God knows how to. I just thank God he ain't make me sick. You know, he rests us nicely. (laughs) When you are fatigued, you do not think well. You are imbalanced. When you are fatigued, you make bad decisions. And there's also a tendency to be more negative simply because you are tired. You need to relax. You need to exercise and you need to rest. Matthew 631 is a profound text that I just love. One of my favorite It says, then because so many people, and that's where we have it here. So many people come at my wife and I, they come in from all, and we have our own issues and we have things going with us. And we just don't tell everything that goes on with us. We don't want it to be about us. And besides, you can't fix everything happening with us anyhow. And you know, that's stressful trying to tell everybody. It, it says then because so many people were coming and going They didn't even have a chance to eat. Jesus said to them, come with me. That's the best place to go when you're tired. Go with Jesus. Look what he says. Don't bring folk by yourself. It didn't say bring all these other, don't bring these add-ons. They're going to bring some mess with you. By yourselves to a quiet place. And get some rest. Did y'all see that there? Just break it down. Come with me. By yourself. To a quiet place. And get some rest. That's going to help your mind. Beloved, where is the rest and relaxation in your life, which is so necessary for the restoration of a healthy, well-balanced mind. In closing, you will lose the battle for your mind if you do not have a personal relationship with Christ. The Lord himself created your mind. God created your mind, but you need salvation in your soul if you're going to experience spiritual rest. You need salvation if you're going to have spiritual healing and spiritual renewal. Only when one has the life of God living in his or her soul can you experience spiritual rest in body, soul, and spirit. In the midst of a world that is filled with fear, worry, stress, depression, and suicidal tendencies. I close with this verse. It's popular, but sometimes we can become too familiar with verses. But this is an excellent verse to close on, especially when it deals with mental health as it relates to mental health and your mental state. It is found in Matthew eleven twenty eight and 29. You have spiritual refreshment in your mind if you come unto Jesus. That's what's talking. He says, come unto me. All you who are weary, there are some tired folk under my voice by radio, by internet, by social media. You just weary it. You took it out. You ache. You're tired. You look good, but you're tired. You're burdened and burdened. 
I mean, the burdens of life is just weighing you down. It's as if you can't go another further. There are issues in your life that have so much weight, you're almost at the breaking point. And he says, I will give you rest. This is spiritual rest here. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. Get in this book and learn from me and I'll teach you how to rest. For I am gentle and humble in heart. I like this last part. It's loaded. And you will find rest for your soul. Jesus is the one who gives the soul spiritual rest. And you cannot get spiritual rest until you have been spiritually born again from above. When you come to Jesus, you lighten your burden. He'll remove the restlessness. He'll give you an overwhelming sense of his peace. He will guard your mind. He will settle you down. He will bring fulfillment because he has rested you, you. And all God's children said, Amen. let's pray. Father, we thank you for this message. Lord, we know a mind is a terrible thing to waste. We've heard so much today. Father, if the church just took three of these points and say, I'm living by these three, they would see liberation, emancipation, freedom, forgiveness, and rest. Father, you brought us all here because you are a heart fixer and a mind regulator. In the name of Jesus, Lord, would you move us off the edge of life? Would you push us back into the safety zone? Will you settle our minds, our soul, and our spirits down? We need you now. In Jesus' name we pray. And all God's children said, I preach my heart out because I love Jesus, I love his church, and I love you. And I'm going to tell you something I already know. You got what you came for. I don't have to ask that. I know that. But do you know what the, but the question is, what are you going to do with what you heard? Well, how did you get here anyway? 
God brought you here. Your presence today is no accident. God knew before the foundation of the world you'd be sitting in that seat listening to this message because God knows how much you need it. But what are you going to do with it? Are you going to be like Lydia and you're going to open your, the spirit of God going to open your mind? Or are you going to keep it closed and you're going to walk out of here just like you came? And you're going to be just as miserable and batty and cranky and angry and messed up in a hot mess as you can be. Take your pick. Some of you wandering around without a church home. Others of you are not saved and you need to know Jesus. What is a membership without being in the family of God? You need to be a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ. Acts 16.31 says, believe on the Lord and you will be saved. Believe that he is God and live in flesh. Believe that he came, lived, bled, and died on that cross for you and me. Was buried according to the scripture and raised third day. Believe he's coming back again. Believe that he can fix your condition, fix you where you are. But you have the faith enough to come forward and receive the gift of salvation. We don't want you to leave here in bondage. We want you to leave here in freedom. We don't want you to leave here held captive. We want you to leave here free and emancipated and liberated. Others of you, you save and know Jesus, but you just don't have a church home. you just kind of been meandering around here, flip-flopping all over the place. And God said, enough of that. Get yourself planted in a good Bible teaching church where you can grow and use the gifts that God has deposited into you to be a blessing to others, and others can use their gifts to be a blessing to you. We are not to be an island alone in the struggles of life. You need others even if you don't know it. You come to Jesus. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching and would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit MaranathaSA.org where you will find an archive of audio messages, service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much more. Maranatha Bible Church is located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North, Converse, Texas 78109. And if you would like to make a special donation to support the radio ministry of Maranatha Bible Church, please visit our website at maranathasa.org. Select the Give option and choose the Radio Broadcast Support Fund. Thank you very much for your generosity. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.